When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be here with you, Kay. How are you? What's going on? Good to see you. You know, I just recovered from, I took a week off of partying. I was in Vegas two weeks ago. The Vegas trip took it out of you. (laughs) A little bit. I think I'm finally, my body is like, hey, you are getting older, just to let you know. <laughs> hey, Kay, gotta have a little talk. We need to pull back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to pull back a bit, but it was so fun. Um, I'm really excited. I was just telling you before we started this, but I'm really excited to hear your opinion on tonight's episode. It was a good one. This tonight it was, a good was good. Episode. It had a lot. It had a. It was a nice poo-poo platter of things. It had drama, mm-hmm. it had the dates, it had this weird roast, um, yeah. it had love and loss. It, it, honestly, this is the penul- penultimate episode. This is the second to last episode, and they've done a lot of things. They've made some subtle changes that I like. They haven't concentrated on this like engagement. They claim there's going to be an engagement, but that hasn't right. been the talk of the season. I do like that it has kind of morphed into who's going to go home together. Like, who's mm-hmm. going to try and do this off camera? I wish they made more of that, but that is what a lot of tonight was kind of hinting at. Like, who can go the next step, as we saw with... I agree. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. it was, um, especially for... Um, um, Eliza and Aaron and... We also had Mercedes and Tyler. Those were two that like, what's going to happen? Will they, won't they? There's a little bit of Rachel and Tanner going on. You know, the, these couples, it wasn't about like, who's putting the ring? You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy know, that's kind of gone Eliza away. did say, Eliza was excited about a possible engagement, which was weird, but, that, but I assume that from her. She right, seems right. like the kind of, I think we could get engaged at the end of this, like, she is the one that kind of, I think, wants that engagement at the end. But I agree with you. It's very much, it's a more chill beach. Way more subtle. And and they, you know, and also they tried to shake it up. They're like, okay, we're at the finish line. Let's go through the big boss, which is this roast and bringing in Katie Thurston. I mean, I have a lot of opinions. I can get into it. I, Whenever there's stand-up on TV, I'm going to have an opinion because it's very close to i mean that the hardest part about stand-up the hardest part about stand-up comedy is doing it but it's also yeah how 
there's no barriers to entry. And yeah, anyone can do one open mic and say they're a stand-up and it's something that I've poured my life into and left relationships because of and made a priority for myself and done for 13 years, more than 13 years every night. And like, you know, now I sit here and I have a Netflix special. So now I have this like credibility that Mm -hmm. if I didn't have it, you know, again, maybe I had it before, but like if you didn't, you know, if I didn't have that, I, I would feel a little bit less bold to like there's no promotions in stand-up comedy like so like when you have so after i've done a couple things like if i had none of those things which is a possibility if i didn't do the tonight show or have a netflix special maybe someone would be like well what the fuck do you know it sound like a hater i i just hope i I sound like a professional because whenever i see stand-up kind of get um because it's something people do if they get an audience they go well i have an audience i'll just do stand. So I can just make some jokes and I can do, yeah, I can and make money I can and do make this. a lot of money. I think it's easy, which right. sure, and which it's not. I mean, the the actual thought, I've had friends be like, you should do stand up, you're funny. I was like, no, <laughs> this is a completely different funny than being up on a stage and holding a stage and making jokes in front of people. Like I could never. But that's I'll the stay thing. behind my mic <laughs> but, in my but, in my room. <laughs> but Kay, you could do stand up. I I'm not uh, holding stand up to this higher oh, being. It just takes a lot of work. Is my point yeah. more than anything? Like, yeah. If you if your friends were like you should do stand up, and then you went and did open mics and and figured out bits and did five minutes a night. But here's the thing: some people get very lucky and suddenly uh, you know a clip goes viral and they have an audience. And and this kind of brings sure. me back to like tonight's episode and I, I don't want to sound like a hater I don't want to make the whole thing I no. obviously had a lot of opinions on the stand-up portion of this episode uh being a stand-up comic myself it's like okay so the goal of any stand-up is to be able to go on the road and do shows and work on an hour the goal of mo- what the goal should be I got this sounds stupid it should be what the goal for me as a comedian is to work on bits and go on the road and and then put it together in this one hour piece that I could put up as a special on a platform. Sure. Now. It's like testing it, everything out, essentially, like testing out what's working, what's not. Right. How do we change it up next time to make it better? The, exactly. Right. And the reason I go on the Bachelor podcast is a few fold. One, I like The Bachelor. I like the talk that we have about it. I think it's fun and funny and I like entertaining people with our chit chat about the show Two, so that people know who I am. So they'll want to come to my shows mm-hmm. so that I can go on the road and make a living doing stand up and be able to have that hour special when it can happen. When, but here's the thing I go on stage tonight, I'll do two shows at the comedy cellar to prepare the act so that when the people who like the ba- the Bachelor podcast come to my show in Toledo, they can bring their friends and have confidence that their friends will have a good time. So yeah, when I see Katie, who listen, I'm I know Katie a little bit. I think she's very nice. I uh, she's getting opportunities to be on a huge platform like Bachelor in Paradise, do be a stand up comedian. I hope that she's working on an act enough. That people, because now people are going to follow, they'll go, maybe I'll go to the Katie show. She's getting known as a stand-up comedian. So then the thing is, do you have the act to back it up 
when people go to your show because they saw you on Bachelor in Paradise. And if you don't, then that person selfishly might be less inclined to go to my show because they go, oh, stand-up sucks. I don't like stand-up. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I get yeah. very personally, like, upset. They're making you look bad. <laughs> if it, if yeah, Again, I've gone it. far down, down, but also to defend Katie, she's, get, you know, if you're a year into comedy and someone's like, hey, do you want to go on this huge show and get an audience? You say yes. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to say no. It was just right. very interesting watching Jesse Palmer introduce her as a stand-up comedian. <laughs> and and I've said this. People are like, you should go on The Bachelor. They say it to me all the time. They say it to you. Yeah, same. The problem I would have is I could never be funnier than the... I would have so much trouble being funnier on the show than the label of comedian. It would be mm -hmm. so hard. So Katie is now putting herself in a... One of the hardest positions in comedy to be brought onto a show that's not a comedy show, to be to to called a comedian and then be funny. That is not an enviable position. You have to be like a pro. You got to be one of the best to be able to make and be clean and, you know, TV appropriate. I know. And she's like, and she's essentially hosting this roast. So she has to be better than the people that she's like training than the other cast members on the show. And you just don't have, she doesn't, I can say this without knowing, but I'm confident I'm right. Cause I just know she doesn't have the reps to crush this. And if you don't have the yeah. reps to crush this, then it's kind of doing everything a disservice her as a comedian uh you know comedians in general stand up you know the form of stand up shows so i you know i again i i, I someone could listen to this and be like what a fucking douchebag you're being a hater nah. but i'm like i i take a lot of personal um i i i take stand up very personally because i i care about it a lot and i care about yeah. it, you know and i want people to go see my friends that are fantastic and don't have audiences like I do. Like I, you know, I, mm -hmm. I listen, J train podcasts. I've had guests on for over 12 years of standups and comics to say, to I people, found go so many follow. people from J train. I've seen, right. I found so many people from J train. I'm like, Oh my God, love this person. I'm going to follow because, because of your podcast. I, and I appreciate that. And that's the goal is like, Hey, yeah. Go, and look at all these comics are doing, are going to the internet and putting out specials on YouTube and trying to find that pot of gold. And it's not a pot of gold. It's not about money. It's about like, I just want people to love this and comment and enjoy my comedy. So this is all to say 37 and singles on Netflix right now. You can watch <laughs> You can watch it anytime you'd like. Please share it with a friend. Um, there's jokes about dating. There's jokes about The Bachelor. There's jokes about eating issues and nighttime meetings. But Again, I've gone on a long rant. What did you think? I mean, it, the roast was awkward. And, and here... It was. I have more opinions about the roast that we'll get to later when we get to that section of the of the, of, of the recap. But what did, what did you think of the full episode now that I've taken up all the air? No. No, stop. I, I thought the episode... Again, I th think you're right. It's a poo-poo platter of everything we wanted. We had the drama. We had the alumni come on. We had... Um, you know, relationships kind of get a little blown up. This was a good episode. It, was good. it didn't feel like the two hours where I'm like trudging through 
you know, five miles uphill in the right. snow trying to get out of this right. <laughs> through this episode. This felt um, this was entertaining. And yeah, the roast was really awkward, but I kind of liked it. I liked the awkwardness of it and watching how people react to especially hot people react to being made fun of. We learned a lot about what they thought of each other, what they could handle, and, um, you know, who the players are here, who's, uh, we're going to go through it. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honey loves best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Let's get into the episode. Let's do it. All right. So we are eight weeks into the season and this and the stakes have never been higher. Couples are coupling and we are getting closer to engagements, but the roast happens. And yeah, we just talked about the roast. It was, it was intense. What did you name the episode? An, ex an explosion. I called it roast in yeah. peace. Um, roast in peace. Yes. That's a, 
That's a Jeff Ross, the roast master. Um, Jeff Ross, a uh, hilarious comedian who's like the roast guy. He does a roast in peace when people die. And this felt like an episode where relationships were dying. It, it, yeah. And, and kind of certain characters kind of died. Like there was like a, we have a different look on a few different people. And people, you know, it kind of felt like Scooby-Doo. The mask came off of certain mm-hmm. people in this Tyler. episode. You had, t- I'll give you three. Tyler, yeah. Rachel, Blake. And these, Ooh, yeah. here's the thing. And I will say this. We Blake is here to be here. Rachel's here to be here. Tyler's here to be here. The idea that they're here for love, and you saw, they're the masterminds. Everyone else is a little bit less smart than those three. The, to me, Agreed. to be on this show, you got to be dramatic, or you got to have energy. And if you don't, if you're not dramatic and you don't got energy, get the fuck off the beach. You're done, kid. I I don't want any. No. Get rid of Jess. Get rid of Avon. Get rid of John Henry. Get rid of Kylie. I want them all gone. They they, they offer nothing for the show. They don't got energy. They don't got dramatics. Cat. I know. I'll take Cat ten out of ten days over <laughs> a Jess. I know. Jess is such a what a bore. I don't know. Like a bore. Like a, <laughs> a drip. Just a wet blanket. I'm sure she's a nice person. But um, but listen, because Cat, Rachel, Blake, Tyler, they they understand dramatics. They understand what this is all about. They do. God, uh, what did, what did I, you call this episode? I mean, I called it battle. I had it as battle of the sexes, but this is battle of the exes. It feels like the couples are sort of going at each other. Mm-hmm. You know, um, ex couples or. or People who were with somebody on the beach are roasting the people who they used to be with. You have Katie show up with Blake, which was a really interesting dynamic, and I wasn't expecting it to be what it was. It was bullshit. I, I we'll get. It to was it. they were I, acting right. I, I mean, Katie was to me. I don't buy it. Yeah, she, she claims she. I mean, we we can get to it, but I, I, I guess. She she gets to the beach. She does the same thing as Hannah Brown. I don't know. Maybe I'm here to date, you know, and okay. And then she's on another dating show right now. Right. She's doing F-Boy the rounds. Right. F-Boy Island. So like what? You're not here to date. Right. And and so but then she goes and pulls Blake aside. And claims it was a 50 50 shot that he was there or not. That's what she says. She was like, 50-50 shot, you were here. And then she says, and then she's like asking for him back, kind of? That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if, if you you either came here to like tell Blake you love him and and let's run away together, or you came here, it's it felt like she hafted everything. It was weird. Yeah, it was her, bizarre. Like, half telling him that, you know, she still kind of misses him when the producers ask her, do you still love him? She's like, don't ask me that. It felt weird. But then she's also like, I'm not here today. I'm just here to do some comedy and blah, blah, blah. I eh. Right. Pass. And listen, I I saw that her whole conversation with Blake again, like and Blake's eating it up, too. I, I told you the of last course. couple episodes, Blake, you know, he's not so innocent in all this. He this guy 
is really good at staying on reality, getting on reality shows and staying on them. So they are playing this up for the cameras. The because it's one thing if Katie was like, "Hey, I got to apologize. I handled the ending pretty badly. I'm going to own that, and I wish you all the luck." She doesn't do that. She comes on and she goes, "So are you, you know, getting with anybody here?" And he's like, "Well, Jess." And he, she's like, "She's pretty young. Like she doesn't like give her yeah, blessing. Kind of. She just kind of fucks with him." Yeah, uh, honestly, Katie and Blake's engagement felt like a sham. It all felt fraudulent. Watching them yeah. get engaged on her season felt like. Well, uh, it kind of feels in the same right. way. Aaron B and Eliza, like I believe that maybe they believe it, but there's a little bit of like, we know the cameras are running. Like there's a little bit yeah. of like, I I. Oh, oh! This will be fun. We we know that we're like helping you along. It's, it's like when someone goes on stage to be hypnotized, and they know they're they kind of like they're not play actually along hypnotized. With the, yeah, they're not hypnotized, but they that's play a really along. Good you know, <laughs> like that's what it kind of that's feels with really Katie good and Blake and Aaron B and Eliza. Like it just feels like oh yeah, okay. There's an engagement. We you know can do this. Lol. Stuff, you know. Right. I don't know. I yeah. Weird. It's it just uh, so we start the episode with Olivia and Michael. And this brings me to my energy or drama character line. Olivia and Michael. I mean, Michael shows up on the show and it is a jolt. He is awesome. I I want him on the show. I want him on this. I beach. like him. I like Immediately him. Yeah. Likeable dancing. He's like, I don't know how to dance, but I'm going to own my five feet. I love it. He was just <laughs> Immediately great, uh, uh, just and and Olivia was great too. I th- I thought like her being like put a ring on it. She's playing it up, and then she doesn't even know his name. Like I just thought I like, was dying. It's funny at that. not knowing his name is also so relatable because I've been <laughs> on dates with guys and have forgotten their name like midway through. Yeah, I like I know it, but I'll just I'll just like lose track of it for a second. And be like, wait, what is his name? Right, Not that I'm like right. using it with him on the date, but I'll just like slightly forget for a second or if my roommate asks like, so how was your date? What was his name? And I'm like, um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Truth time. Kay, have you ever been hooking up with someone and been like, yes, say Before the name. You even right. ask. Say and, and in your head, you don't ask, but you have in your head, you go, remember it is blank. Like, have you done that when you're mid hookup? Yes. Yeah, I've done that. Yes. Like I <laughs> And it's not that I the, don't know the their fear, name, but I was like there's a fear that I might get it wrong. Yeah, you don't want to like say it in the moment and then it be wrong and then it's like there's no right. going back. And then you have this moment, it's like this like third, you know, fourth wall being broke down. You're like, "Jared, are you reminding yourself of the person's name that you're like making out with right now? What are you doing? Are you out of your fucking mind? You got to drink less. I start becoming like very self-conscious. I'm like, I'm like, and like I'm like mid hookup telling myself you fucking asshole. You need to be a better guy. You, what are you doing? And it's like, you've done nothing wrong. You're like but tongues halfway down her throat. And you're like, I should drink less. Telling myself how big of a piece of shit I am. Like, and they're probably thinking the same thing. They're probably going, remember it's Jared, not Jason or some shit like that. You know, I think we've all been there. If you yeah. haven't been there, you're lying. <laughs> you're a loser. You're lying. <laughs> uh, so you're they not have making a good out with enough people. Yeah, you got to make out more, nerd. So that so they <laughs> so Olivia and Michael just like I I don't know I, to me 
again, they're not the drama. You know, Olivia has Olivia's been in the drama, but like the to me, they are perfect side beach characters for this show. Yeah, and he actually has a has potential to find something with Olivia. I think like those other two guys that come down later. It's like, what? Why? Oh. I mean, for so what? For that, who? So I guess so. Who? So who comes down? It's Jordan, and then Taylor. I Taylor. Taylor no Taylor more people that a, you have to point in a in a right the first night. He's not on TV for a reason. Well, that, he was well, that's so the thing. bizarre. They both come together. It's Jordan who we do. I do remember Jordan. Jordan's the race. I car do driver, know Jordan. And yes. he went on a date with Rachel, but they never really. He goes on this like really fantastic romantic date, and then he leaves. He, she sends him home at that dinner that night. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I mean, imagine sending your first one-on-one home. She's like, you know what? It never happens that way. Yeah, so you must, to send somebody home on your first one-on-one date at the very beginning, you must not feel it That's the at thing, all. though, and, and that's what becomes so frustrating about Rachel is because Jordan and Taylor, Taylor, Jesse's like, what are you, you know, you excited? And he couldn't why even make here? a sense. <laughs> he couldn't, and it's like, why is this guy here? Get get rid of this guy, like, it, it, He's not, and basically they're going to come down and the whole idea was like, they can go talk to people and then they're going to be given a date card. One of them is going to get a date card, right? Was that kind of the, the yeah, deal? Yeah, it was, it was like, they're like, we have a date card, but we don't know who it's going to yet. So make some connections. It's like based off, basically, if you don't make a connection, you're not getting the date card or whoever has the better connection gets I the mean, date card. I mean, did casting just take a week off? What the fuck is this? Like- Make a decision. Don't bring Taylor on. Bring on Jordan and let's get to it. Like this idea that they had to face off or something. It was bullshit. Like I felt bad for Taylor. He's just not made for this show. You're right. He's not. No. It's like. Also like do that earlier with better people. If we're going to do a face off, bring down, you know, uh, Sean and Brayden, the two people who like hated each other and make them do a face off or a date card. Not two like low key randos. Total Loki randos and make it a thing. Be like, hey, you two, like make them compete. Make it like Survivor. Make it yeah. something where it's like whoever can like uh, or have them come down and have the women vote who gets the date card. Like, I don't know, something that makes it fun and entertaining. This was just Taylor being here, you know, being here for no reason. Jordan. So Jordan gets the date card to go and he decides I'm going to go with Rachel again. How do you go? So f- I understand from his side it's like and this is very male to me i want to climb the mountain that i couldn't get up before i want to i want to bag you know the cheetah you know so to speak Mm -hmm. again i'm not one who who tells people to create the chase but this guy is up for the chase yeah he is he's weird i can't believe he did that (laughs) well don't you need at what point in that date Am I asking, what was it? I need to know. Why wasn't that brought up? And I'm sure someone's going to DM me that, like, he had to go home because he had a sick mom, and that's why he got, you know, Rachel. I don't know what the – I don't care, but it has to be said on this section of the show. When you go on the date together, for me to believe – because 
they had a really good first date on the show. They did, but the, I want to know. Yeah, there's something that happened. Maybe it's maybe it was the kiss. Maybe it was just like the in general chemistry. And I think she was maybe trying harder to make it something more than it was. And then when they got to the dinner, she was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not gonna pretend. But, but then this time they have the same kiss. They like she never says anything. I think she's just looking. I I think she just wants attention. She wants to feel like the bachelorette again, like to feel like, uh, oh my God, he's talking to me again. He's one of my exes. Let's try this out again just because she can. Well, that's the whole point is that she comes back from this wonderful date where nothing's mentioned of like feeling off. Which, to me, they got done with their date. I go, I guess she loves him now. Like, And then we never yeah. see Jordan again the rest of the show. I know. It's bizarre because then she goes to Tanner and Tanner's like, I, you know, Tanner's having a conversation that all of us have had with someone who is not as into us, where we know there's something off. She's not, where you kind of feel like you're, 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 you're trying to yeah. bleed a stone. And and Rachel's like smiling, and you could tell. Like I was like, it made Rachel not likable to me. Like it's like you, and again, also, not likable doesn't mean good, not good for the show. Rachel's the perfect person for the show in the way that Tyler and Kat and all the drama people are. And Blake, mm -hmm. you go, and she's like, you could feel her holding back from Tanner, and he's like, I don't know what, and Tanner doesn't have the 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 emotional depth to be like, to, to say the right things. She even then goes to Tyler, who it seems like her and Tyler have this like very nice relationship, it's seemingly. Like yeah, they're they like They seem to have buds. become friends, yeah. Um, and, and Wells and like Wells is like, you got to tell the truth, like be an adult and she's not being an adult. I, it felt very much like, cause in every relationship you have the opportunity to go, I know that I'm behind this person and I have to let them know. And Rachel didn't let them, or you, you let it keep getting bad and more awkward or you let them go. And she didn't let Tanner go. The fact that she kept like the, I thought she was going to cut Tanner off and be like, listen, dude, because right. in her in the moment interview, she was like, I don't know where all this is coming from with Tanner. She was I thought Tanner was this was a friend, Rose. We weren't doing this and was acting a little like "Ew, Why is he so into me? And I didn't and then, buy a single word of it. And then she goes and has this chat with him and uh, Tanner talks about and he was like, no, I, I thought we were doing this blah 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 I want to work things out with you and she's like you know what I want to work things out with you too I thought she was going to leave him in the dust I had no idea she was going to be like okay great yeah let's do it what it, happened it to was Jordan bizarre. and she had like a half smirk and she's being very like coy and she was being kind of cutesy with Tanner but like not giving too much it was so non-committal but like right. leading him on. But I was like, wow. I kind of thought of like her and Blake. And I was like, this is why people are successful on this show. Like she's more on Survivor than she is The Bachelor. At this yeah. Point. Like I was like, oh, she like has everyone wrapped around her finger because she's really been quiet the whole show. She hasn't really. She keeps saying, I want a friend first versus and she gets in a position where she's kind of rope-a-dope somebody into chasing her or chasing the idea of her, and she likes it. 
And it's like, yeah, because Jordan and her, I was like, they had a magical. <laughs> what like where I can't he believe go? she did not choose him. Where did he go? I, I right. she didn't even have a conversation with him after um, she talked to Tanner. Was like, yeah, let's stay together. It was truly he, like, just weird. disappeared. Yeah. So strange. It was strange, and then we get to. Um, so a couple other things that really don't matter to me. Avon and Kylie, they're sharing baby names. You know, okay. <laughs> like, okay. The get them off. Is, the minute Kylie's... you say baby names, get them off. Fly. Put off them on beach. Delta. Off the beach. Off the beach. Uh, uh, Sam, Samantha was texting me this morning. It's Kylie's baby voice that really irks me. Because I was like, why do I, why do I feel like uh, she's kind of, I find her very annoying, but I think it's because she talks like a baby and everything is like not serious and just like, yeah. And like, I just love yeah. even. And, and even <laughs> when they played that game later on that double date game, she didn't even want to half kiss somebody that wasn't him. Like she decided to cheat at the end and pull up her mask right. just to make sure what she wasn't not kissing even. It's Please. It was, um, yeah, they they stink. They're, and I'm sure they're nice people, but like, it's just like, they we've posted had a enough. picture recently, and it, the caption was like, it's giving no personality because <laughs> they know people are saying this. And I mean, Avon's even called me out in um, the DMs being yeah. like, stop saying I'm boring. And I'm like, well, <laughs> well, okay. Well, we can. I, I was going to mention Aaron being Eliza, but I guess he asked her to be his girlfriend. Who cares? They go on a double date, um, and I'm, I'm way. I mean, Peter and Sam blow them out of the water, like blow. I mean, yes. listen, Avon. I guess we're talking right to Avon. You went on the date. You were boring, bro. Like <laughs> Peter and you Sam had the opportunity. are like right. Like you got a moment, and Peter and Sam were like, I didn't even like Peter, and I'm like, wow, this guy's great. Like I, I love this guy. Say, I love Sam. I want them to be together. Like I like they enjoyed each other. They were like they were like the fun vacation couple. Like I really yeah. thought they were awesome. And it, and they against the backdrop of Avon and Ka Kylie, you're like uh, get out. You know they should that should have been a competition for who we let stay the the last week. Right. It's like okay, you guys are together, and let's see who can uh, whoever's more fun gets to stay the rest of the time. Right. Because they and and here's the. Can I just mention one thing from their double date, which yeah, the the blindfold the women and touch the abs of the men competition. I've ne I don't live scream Bachelor in Paradise, but I this is a moment I might have to live scream. <laughs> we're taping this before the idea that they put this one guy who has no abs at all. In between Peter and Avon, I've never felt worse for a human being in my entire life. One of the women said, I don't know if it was Kylie. I think it was Kylie. She goes, is this a Kylie. baby? She goes, is this a child? Is this a child? I, 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 I can't imagine. I was shocked. I felt so bad. I, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I I I was like, there's nothing I would volunteer for less in the world. They could be mm -hmm. like, Jared, go 
do a um, a tightrope walk without a rope, or you can be one of the people they feel up to see if it's the abs of the guy they've been dating. I'd be like, get me on the tightrope. Let's get go. Get me on the tightrope. I, 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 Where I, do I sign? I do not need to be... To- is, like, I just imagine like Kylie touching me going, is this a woman? Is this Is this <laughs> touching me going... Is this a bag of potatoes? What is this? Is this even, <laughs> is this, what is this? Is this Horrifying. one of those stress balls that you touch? Is this a beanbag chair? Like I was like so, <laughs> I was so, I felt so bad for the other people. And uh, they're like, Why did they're they like, do Where? that? Do oh. that on the beach. Do that on the beach with all of the couples. Mm. Make them line up all the guys, make the girls go down and like, you can't cheat. You got to go down, touch the bodies, see who you think is yours, and you have to kiss whoever you um, think is your. That would have been a fun game on the beach. That would have stirred right. up some shit. Right. Why are right. you doing it with some random people on the street who are not built <laughs> for paradise? And maybe don't make you kiss them, but like maybe just like musical chairs, like you just like lift off and see yeah, who you're Yeah, you don't at. have to like kiss the- them, but like. Right. Uh, I've never felt pain like that watching that. I felt for that guy. Is this a they is do this that a stuff child? on Love Island? They do they that do stuff that? on Love Island where that well they'll um you have to go around or like you oh they line up the guys mm-hmm. and then each girl goes down and makes out with every guy and they have to say who um the makeout was that was their person. Or who the, or like or it's the or who had the best makeout like one through eight like which guy was the best makeout and it better have been the person that you're coupled up with because if it's not tough you're fucked we've lost our minds we've lost our minds I love it I know when it comes to the plant based eating debate there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So other than the date, we go back to, did Brayden pierce Tyler's ear? Is that what happened? Yes. Or did they just go get their ears pierced or what? No, Brayden pierced Tyler's ear. This is when I knew Tyler was losing it. Mm. Like we had, we had the, the truth box later. And then I remember that Tyler got his ear pierced by Brayden. I go, oh, he's not, 
like mentally well here. He's just here for the boys. He's, He's here, here for, for the, the boys. He's getting his for the hang. And all of these things started showing up with Tyler that just proved more and more that he's just here to hang out on the right. beach. Right, because they have that that moment with the truth box where the truth box needs to be yeah. more of a like thing, like a rose ceremony. Like I don't understand why they just like All comes the up like yeah. they're taking shots. or like, oh, let's open the truth box. Um, <laughs> so they get one where it says, Tyler, everyone knows you're not that into Mercedes. You better come clean. She deserves the truth. I, I mean, like that was tough. That was tough. I guess, you know, he did give the vibe whenever like the conversation came up of like, again, in the same way, Rachel was like trying to bleed a stone. Same with Tyler. Like he's like, ah, we'll see what happens. You know, we're just having mm-hmm. fun. Like the minute you're wondering what's going on and the other person says we're having fun. That's everything you need to know. It, the thing is, it's been answered. You know, exactly. Right. You're having a business call and they're talking about fun. Uh-uh. You know, that this so yeah, Tyler, I I I mean the truth box that Peter shaves his legs, I didn't care. Maybe he does. John Henry and Cat are going the distance. I mean, like the John Henry Cat stuff, like I I you know, you go I kind of look at Cat and I go, Yeah, you found someone you can like puppeteer i guess like i guess that's what yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna um what do you call it uh question anything he's just gonna sit back and relax do whatever you say right he's down he doesn't need i think olivia was um i I don't know he can do less with cat and he's not gonna talk back and i think cat needs somebody who's not gonna talk back so now katie comes to the beach Okay, Jess and Blake, again, I think Jess has nothing to say and is just one. Jess, to me, reminds me of the person in high school who had a boyfriend and was just at all the parties, but you never even spoke to. Right. (laughs) Like, just was there. Just showed up because her boyfriend was there and you only knew the boyfriend. Right. That was that was that's her whole role as like girlfriend. And she's also been with they've been together forever. But you still know nothing about her. Absolutely nothing. And now Katie shows up and she pulls Blake. We talked about, you know, they have this weird conversation where they had voice memos. And I don't know. You could tell that they were producing the segment along with the producers. It was very Nick Vial. Yeah. It was very like. I know what this looks like at home on TV. I can see the music. I can see that we're the stars of this movie and we're getting our moment and now we're going to get our followers and then they come back and she says she's not here to date. She's here to roast. She's a comedian now. She's a comedian now. I was like, I mean, I knew Katie was there. There was no part of me that was like, oh, Katie's here because she's dating. No, she's here to stir up some drama talk a little bit of shit about Blake's ex or Blake's current girl which was bizarre her being like well it's a lot for me to like take in what do you mean you came you here you signed in, like, up for two this. years yeah you did the you knew this was coming he didn't uh so they have so then here's my issue with the roast um yeah if you wrote to me and I think the best roast when people like each other 
and when the jokes are funnier than they are mean. Yes. You have to like the people you're making fun of. And I could tell it was going to go badly. Like Olivia is shadow boxing as she's writing mean things about other people. She's like, I'm going to get this person. She's listing yeah. off the people she's going to get. And then it's the funniest part of the whole thing is they get done with it. And Olivia's like, I don't know what happened there. People really got mad. I, I don't know. It got really personal. I it's know. like you were shadow boxing a palm tree leading into this. Like, I think th here's the thing about stupid people who don't, you know, that don't make fun, that not funny people. They yeah. see a roast as a chance to be mean. And it's like, that is never the goal. When I make fun of someone, it is never the goal for them to feel worse after being made fun of than before oh. they were made fun of, a a ever. That is the miscalculation of stupid people who have never been to a comedy show. Also of people who have never been funny. The mm -hmm. least funny people think, it's about being mean, and it's not that. Like, listen, that's not to say I don't miss. That's not to say that my jokes don't, you know, jokes miss. That's the risk of making a joke It happens, yeah. It happens, but I knew when they were like, because I've heard this type of talk about roast before. I have been asked to do roast. I've been asked to be, I never do them. I don't want to do them. I, it's not ah. really for me. I've never really, to me, I'm like, again, it's a little bit of a waste of my time. I'd rather work on my act than a joke that's going to go away in two seconds. I think it's fun to f ball bust to make fun of friends. I love making fun of people that I like. I you won't talk to people. You also do good crowd work. Like. You do yeah. good crowd work with the you know like with your audience members if they you know heckle or say stuff. I think that that stuff is great. You do such a good job with that. I I appreciate that. I had a you know and sometimes the person being made fun of doesn't like they're interrupting the show. You have to be allowed to make fun of someone. You have to you know yeah be kind of. There was, I had a woman the other night, she screamed out, she wasn't listening the whole time, she screamed out a question um, during my set, and I go, you're just a bad listener. And like the whole audience was on the same page as me, they just like laughed. And I, and I told her she had the most unfuckable voice I've ever heard in my life. Please. And, <laughs> and I said, I'll think of the voice every time. I was like, I'm thankful to you. I said to her, I go, I, I, I thank you for yelling out with your horrible voice because now I don't have to think of my grandma fucking when I don't want to come anymore. I'll think of your <laughs> voice. <laughs> and come on. I, and I have it on video. I'm trying to make the clip right now. I got a guy making the clip, but I'm like, I, and yes, she wasn't even in on that. Like the idea, I'm sure she doesn't feel good about that, but I'm smiling with her. I'm right. saying it to her face. I'm also, she also interrupted. So it's like, okay, you started this. You didn't yeah, listen. You're asking for this. Again, there's context and nuance to all this. But if you come in with, I just want to hurt cat, it's not going to go well. No. And that's kind of what happened. It's not going to go well. Because you forget about that it's actually supposed to be funny and not just, I'm not just not being a dick. Like you just show up as a dick and not, you're not funny anymore. And then everybody's uncomfortable. Right, and you have to want to be funnier than me. You have to want to be funnier than me. And you could see yeah. that these people aren't the funny guys in the group. You know, like I liked no. how it started where, you know, they started with, um, it was Avon doing an impression of Rachel, which was fun because they mm -hmm. also have a history, don't they? Avon was on Rachel's season. Yeah, Avon made it, she went to, he went to hometowns. Right, so they, they have a history, like that's, that was a well-worn impression of her. And then it yeah. goes into like, 
you know, when, they, when one of the guys called Jesse a fat thumb, I was like, that's not even oh, yeah. like, what is that? And Jesse was great during it, I thought. And he, he was, was like, just okay, right. this isn't about me, but fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I don't like this when is... roasts are about just being mean. I don't know. I, I like when the, everyone I agree. on the dais knows each other and loves each other. And I don't yeah. know. What else did you think? I, I mean, I mean, the, the joke that really got me that I thought was funny, but I know it is a soft spot was this this Rachel joke is when Tanner mm-hmm. makes the you know we showed up at the beach thinking we were going to get a bachelorette thinking it was going to be Gabby but it was just Rachel <laughs> I thought that was hilarious but because that was like the that was like the running thing during their entire season was like everybody wanted Gabby and not Rachel him making that being with Rachel is a tough listen. <laughs> right. And Rachel even says, she goes, I confided in him. So it shows that like, she may have already told him like, that's the thing that weighs on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he used yes. that information against her. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but also it kind of shows you like when we said in the beginning, like the Scooby-Doo taking off your mask, like, you know, Rachel was kind of shown here to be like very, very, aware of internet people what things are said about her yeah um, tv time camera look all that stuff because she even said like when people she even said before the rose she's like i'll stay up and cry about these things forever like and like so you go oh okay so now she goes on a date that like goes wonderfully just chucks that dude comes back acts a little cagey with Tanner, then tells us, I read everything and I get really upset when I get hear jokes about myself and it's going to ruin my life, and then gets a joke said about her where the comparison between her and Gabby, which is is not fun, is a big deal to her. It's like, oh, you, this is your business. Your business is, yeah. I yeah. care about Bachelor Universe, Bachelor Nation. She this does. Stuff. She does. And it it was it was sad. Like I felt for her a little bit, but that joke was my favorite joke. I mean, that was a very <laughs> funny joke. Right. And, and it's also, said by the guy she, who says he likes her. Like you, I know. You should be able to take it from that guy, I guess. I don't know. It was it was and tough. It, it was what also What did you think fun. about the young jokes about Jess? Like how everybody was leaning into that. Yeah. Uncomfortable, but it also outed Blake as like, yeah, dude, this whole idea of like I just want you to find yourself. Like it's just I guess you've been playing senior dating the freshman the whole time. Like Sure. <laughs> you know, like I I oh, I got to go to college. I you know, it's going to be long distance. I don't know if we should do this. You know, you're going to have you gotta enjoy high school. Like it was very much that. How much older is he? What? What's the? I'm confused. I think he's eighty two. Is, is he like thirty? <laughs> I know they're acting as though he's like in his fifties, and she's like it's like a Leonardo DiCaprio right. and a twenty five year old thing. I'm like it's not that deep. I don't think. I'm trying to find. I mean, I guess twenty four is young. Twenty four but... is young. I'm trying to find Blake's yeah. age. He's thirty three. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe it's a little like what do they talk about? <laughs> Right, I don't know. I guess. I, I guess they don't have to talk. They're just on the making out or whatever. It did feel like the women felt didn't see what was coming 
after the roast. Like it felt like the guys were like, yeah. Okay. Well, the, the problem is it's, you know, here's the thing. And I, I, these jokes are going to hurt more to the women because of societal shit, in my opinion. Yeah, it ju- they just will. I knew that was going to happen. The guys are chill afterwards and the girls are like, fuck you guys. Kat's going, apologize to me. Apologize to right. me. Apologize to me. <laughs> but also, if the premise of the joke is like, you can't find love, like to a guy who's 28, he's like, all right, cool. Like no, no one in the world has ever told yeah. him that that matters. You know, uh, yeah. you know. Again, these things aren't like, fair, okay, but and? It, to me, these roasts are way more detrimental to the women and like less fair to them because the jokes are gonna be harsher on them just by the premise of why we're here. I know. Like, hey, Rachel, good luck finding love. We would like the other bachelorette better. That has like so many layers for how, like, like mean that is. You know, there wasn't wasn't there a joke? It was. I don't remember if Katie made it or if Rachel made it, but it was it was between the two of them, and they were like, "I'm no longer the worst bachelorette on the beach" or something. Who I think it was Katie was made it. Made made Rachel, it? right? <laughs> something like that, I think. Hey, yeah, so that's how the episode ends with you know tears and heartbreak. Um, Blake pulls Jess to talk, which seemed like an obvious thing he has outs where he doesn't look like the bad guy. Like again, Mm -hmm. Blake is way more plotted than he has led on this whole season. Yeah. This guy knows what he's doing. Blake, Tyler, Rachel, they, they're on a game. They're playing survivor. I, I really, he wanted to make it till the end. And I, and we see in the preview for next week that he's kind of like, I don't like, do we really see this going somewhere after this? Like gives her, it makes you, it shows him questioning what the fuck they're doing. And I go, wow, he would do it the last night when Jesse was like, you have to find out tonight whether this is it or not. And he's like, all right, made it to the last night. We can go home now. Especially to the person they're all calling baby Jess. You know, like you're kind of a little manipulative-ish, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It's very senior with the freshman girlfriend. Yes, it is. <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing but detectives would soon discover inside the house there were the bodies of two women a story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true i am just praying to god this is a sick joke from 48 hours this is blood is thicker the hargan family killings listen to blood is thicker the hargan family killings wherever you get your podcasts Let's go to the categories. Who did you have as the villain of the week? I had Tyler watching him seeing all of these signs now and watching Mercedes ask him questions like, you know, I think she was like, my only thought is 
how, the distance, that's going to be hard. And he's like, yeah, well, if people want to make it work, they work. And if they don't, they <laughs> don't. And I was like, chill Tyler. Yeah. I think she's, I think she's asking you, do you think you're going to make it work right. with me? And the ear piercing and watching him just like the bro around with the guys. That was a, my eyes opened on Tyler a bit and I, it made me feel icky. I'm a Mercedes fan too. I, I just me like too. her. She's got a good vibe. She's hot. All all of the above. I, I, I'm a Mercedes stan. Um, stan. What about you? What was your villain? Rose. Just, I I don't like when Rose are done just, again, I can be mean. I'm not saying I'm a nice guy. I'm just saying there's got to be, again, if someone ha- if someone yells at me, I'm I'm gonna be mean, but I yeah. <laughs> but that's because that you've now entered the the Thunderdome. You know I mm-hmm. I don't like this. I just I don't like people f- foaming at the mouth to do a roast. I I, I the lo- the look of it to me is just like yeah, it icky. feels gross. It feels yeah. gross. I don't I like agree. when someone's like, oh man, I'm gonna get these people at the roast. Like when I hear that, I'm like, dude, are you okay? So serious. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. That's right, Uncle Ben. Who, yeah, who was that? Ben Frank? Uncle Ben, that from Spider-Man, not Ben Franklin. No, but isn't that like a quote? <laughs> it's Marvel. No, but isn't that like a quote? Like, Yeah, I know it's in Marvel, but isn't that like a quote from like an actual person? I don't or think so. Or is it so. just Spider-Man? <laughs> Samantha's weighing in. Well, you also said Uncle Ben, and it made me think of the rice. <laughs> no. Samantha, do it. Hold on, I'm going to the chat. I need to see. I'm losing it. Look at also glitter. Uh, it's Marvel. Yeah, it's <laughs> Marvel. Oh my god. <laughs> That's our Shakespeare. That's our. Ben I can't Franklin. believe I didn't know that. That was that was an on me thing. Thanks to, to be or not to be. It's not the pasta. With power comes great responsibility. (laughs) Incredible. These are our. These are our Shakespeare. Uh, Mm -hmm. Beach bum. Who do you want off the island? Um, Taylor. (laughs) Why are you here? I mean, and also again, we didn't see Jordan. So like both of them, I guess they should just get the fuck out. I don't even remember seeing them for half a second. I just went taylor and i couldn't remember who it was we just talked about him two seconds ago he just got here i have no memory of him right brutal i had it's katie. like who is that katie yeah just the minute she got there i was like what is this what is this scheme <laughs> you know we're too late into the season for this she's a fan she was a fan of this show but it, it does have a little I don't know where where was this all I don't know there's always another angle it feels like even on her yeah. season even when she like you know she was the one that told Matt James about the drama and then people I bought it I I've I've fell for her things before I bought it when she was on Matt James season and everyone was like no 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 there was so many women now nah, we're not falling for that <laughs> so many women were like uh-uh, I don't buy it one fucking bit. And I'm like, wow, I didn't... Got me. Stupid idiot dude, me. Stupid idiot dude. 
Yeah, Katie, I don't like I she can get the fuck off the beach too. I I'm also overseeing Katie on the shows. Well, you can't go Doesn't on really other dating shows and then this day, I don't know. It, it it's a little bit it ruins the 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 reality of it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You can't double dip. No. IG Rising Star. I do think Jordan V is going to be an IG Rising Star. Like I think he's going to have a resurgence a bit. He's a hot dude. And I think I think he's going to have a bit of a resurgence here on uh, Instagram. Speaking of Marvel, he does kind of get like a Captain America injection of a certain kind. He does. He's he do- jacked up. He does. Yeah. He looks a little. He looked less boyish. What's the, that, yeah. Less boyish. A little potion. Super I mean, serum. His hair's a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. The super serum. That's what, thank you. Wow, I'm off my game this morning. I don't. You're the biggest Marvel fan I know. I know. And the biggest Chris Evans fan I know. if you guys haven't seen Loki, the new season, it is the best thing Marvel's ever done. I had a lot of fun watching Loki. I, that, the finale was great. The music is so good in it. The finale Uh, was so good. It was very good. That's another podcast. All the, it's a different (laughs) podcast, but all the Marvel stuff that's coming out right now is like such dog shit. But I'm still sitting here hoping they're good. like, I'm hoping at some point they're like, we made dog shit, but it was part of the plan. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, it was all part of this. Right. The, I, I'm waiting for this all together. to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who did you have here for your IG rising star? Um, Rachel, because like Rachel was in the background of all this season. And then suddenly she goes on a date. Suddenly her hair is done. Suddenly, she's looking great. Uh-huh. Suddenly, she's got that coy smile. I mean, it was like Hannibal Lecter. It was, uh, it was, uh, you know, it felt like I, it was you the whole time. Like she, she definitely. And then I was like, wow, Rachel's hot. You know, like I'm like sitting there, like let me look her up. You know, all this stuff. So, <laughs> not you looking up Rachel on Instagram. You're like, you know what? Let me. What was her name? Pilot Rachel. Right, right, right. I'm like, Something I don't know. She had, a, she had like a, a, a refresh for me. I, I was just like, yeah, oh. a little bit of a, her hair looked a little fluffy and like it really did not. Something was up. Something so, changed. If I'm a looking people are looking, I think so. I, yeah. Uh, cringe Harrison Award. Um, go ahead. I really. I didn't really like Katie's com. I didn't. I don't think Katie's very funny. I have not seen Katie do stand up, but from what I saw in this, I guess it's just like sort of one liners, a roast thing. So it's hard to judge. But I, I didn't Let think me- she was very funny. So it made me feel weird hearing that she's doing this stand up comedy as the professional and isn't funny. Let me defend her. I listen. I don't think it was open mic stuff. You know, the idea of like, but you're in a position where you have to go on TV and be appropriate for this show. Again, it was, it was, you're trying to do AP math, 12th grade AP math. Mm. To me, this is a, such a difficult position she's put herself in. But in stand up, you do this all the time. The, and I said this to her. She told me she wanted to do stamp. She had come to my show. And I said, the problem you're going to have is that you can't fail in um, silence. You can't fail in, in behind closed doors. You're mm-hmm. going to be put in positions where you're going to have to like, and I'm not saying she failed. I'm just saying like, 
you're going to have to put yourself out there in ways that no one two years into comedy is going to have to do. And that sucks. Like I got to bomb in bars, you know, and work on material and have the worst night of my life in front of five drunks. Like Mm -hmm. I got that was that's a good thing, you know, that I didn't have to do that on abc prime time you know like so i mean that's tough i i agree i okay i i agree with your defense right you know what i mean like i, I i'm not i'm not yeah. disagreeing with you that it, it sounded amateurish but i i the thing is like when your friends tell you to do comedy then they come to your first show they go that was great they all lie to you and then yeah then your friends like i had people that came to my i put on a show i used to put on a show every Every few months, I put a show on on the Upper East Side at the Stumble Inn in the back room. My buddy's one of the owners. He gave me the back room, and I put together like a bunch of comics that I would see at open mics at the time. This is literally 13 years ago. And, oh, wow. You know, and the people that were on those shows, Michelle Wolf, Michael Che, Nimesh Patel, Dan Soder, um, Mark Norman, like these are all now people. Big people. Comics, Massive yeah, people. Big comics. So- these were the lineups, but it was all of us were like new and just looking to do shows. And I could fill the room with people that like friends and friends of friends. Cause when you start, it's like, let's have a show that I can try. And I, you know, I'm the first one. I was probably six months in eight months in a comedy. You have all your friends and friends of friends come and you put all your friends on the show on the lineup. And I have friends that still came to that first show and never came back again. Come Ever. on. I'm, well, <gasps> I'm just telling you the truth. Exiles. They, never again. They said, fuck this dude. He's not funny. It's a, I literally, the Netflix I special came out and there was one person that followed me on Instagram after the Netflix special came out and it was like a friend of a friend. Blocked and him. I, I messaged my friend that was the connection between us two and I go, took a, took a lot of years to get them back. Like I, so Again, I could do that in the back of a bar and lose one friend or friend of friend forever who goes around telling people, yeah, I saw him. He sucked. But to do that on TV, I, I don't envy the position. And But again, yeah, she's no. saying I want to go on the road. I When I'm two years into comedy, I thought I was hot shit too. So I get it. Well... Good luck to Katie and her. Good luck. I had a few cringe hairs. Stand up comedy journey. (laughs) Kay, you're the person. Twelve years from now, you'll never go to her show. I'll never go to her shows. I'm like, you know what? We're not. I don't. We don't need to do that. Listen. So I had a few Kay uh, cringe Harrison awards. Katie and Blake's convo. The whole thing was cringy. I could tell they were like producing it on the fly. Uh, The roast, cringy. Baby Jess, cringy. Baby Jess was cringe. Didn't like it at all. And how she acted afterwards. Like Blake was like, are you okay? And she's like, yes, I'm fine. Like, stop. Stop looking at me. Right. It made it even worse. Yeah. There was also a fourth cringe was when Blake goes off with Katie. Kat, who's supposedly friends with Jess, is just like, oh, it's his. That's a fiance. Like, they're pretty serious. I mean, I wouldn't want... My and cat uh, just kept going and going and going, and it's like, why are you saying this to your friend's face? Like, just like let because it. Because cat wants everybody to be miserable except for her. She wants everybody to go down that hill, feel that way, however mm-hmm. she felt, and she doesn't care who it is. Right. It was. It was no. bad. I laughed. 
Um, so last category, a new one, engaged or disengaged? Who do you think is proposing? I mean, we have the same one, but I, I, right. Aaron I don't know who else and Eliza, I, I think they're going to commit to this. I think Aaron I think so. is a weird... I don't think he actually wants to, but I think he wants to because of what will come out of it. Right. He wants the and he doesn't the care about. Yeah. He wants the he wants the followers. He wants the the to be able to post on Instagram that he got engaged on Paradise. He wants that like title, right. not because he actually wants to be engaged. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Totally agree. Well, we did it again. Okay. All right, we will be back um, next week for another episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Also, make sure to check out our no, episode. No, two weeks. Oh fuck, is it two so, weeks? So here's the thing. This is the uh, this is kind of the exciting news, I guess. Um, this was the second to last episode. Then they take off for Thanksgiving, and then they're going to come back with both the finale of Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise in two weeks. Okay. Look at me. I'm like I'm like TV guy. I was like, Holy how shit. did you? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't go I didn't do any shows last night. I was really zoned and I was in bed at 7:30 last night until and then in and out of sleep watching this show until like two in the morning. So Wow. I, like I a really, child of God in bed at seven. That's me. Seven PM. Texting so many comics about Katie's stand up. The Katie stand up. <laughs> um, all right. So then Two weeks we'll be back, but we have an episode of Golden Bachelor tonight. Uh, make sure to listen to that. And uh, you can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. And if you're listening right now, Thanksgiving week, I'm going to be in Dania Beach, Florida. Now, I wouldn't be able to point Dania Beach, Florida out on a map. So it's near Fort Lauderdale. So if you're in the Fort Lauderdale vicinity... And maybe, like me, you're going to your parents who are snowbirds and doing southeastern Florida things. This is a good opportunity. Bring your parents to a show. You can stop talking to each other, and you can let me talk to you guys. The whole show is about family. Love it. I promise you it's it's as good as, if not a little bit better, than the roast that happened at the end of the show. <laughs> then, then I, <laughs> I mean, ideally, <laughs> I, it's a whole new hour from the Netflix special. So I would love for anyone to come out. Jaredfree.com, Dania Beach, Florida. I'm also like the end of my year is crazy. Portland, Oregon, um, San Diego. Maybe I'll maybe I'll ask Katie to open. We'll, we'll see yeah, <laughs> see what um, see what she's doing. Um, where else? I'm in Phoenix and I'm in Albany. So I got like a whole crisscross of the country coming up but that's it actually asking katie to open is a good idea but i think it's a good idea too i i i listen we were critical but i think we were we were real about the struggles yeah to do this i can i i'm sure she would i think she would understand agree. yeah not with you sure. not wanting to go to her shows forever but <laughs> i won't be at the show in san diego no, but i i will <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. 
And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.